0: in prayer
1: gracious and loving God let us just allow you to wrap your loving arms around us keep us cool keep us focused let us listen to your word for it is through you and by you that we live and have our being Lord move me behind the cross that the words of my mouth will be sweet meditations unto your heart. Interesting how things happen. When I began to prepare this sermon, I simply gravitated to the title, Getting Across the Water. The story in the book of Mark, is a story of great faith but it's also a story that shows our human fear. If the sermon had to have a second title it would simply be faith trumps fear. Turn to your neighbor and say faith trumps fear. If we were playing a game like we did when we were little kids and we played the game of war, I declare war. And all of a sudden you had to figure out who was going to have which ship, who was going to play which way, and then suddenly somebody would say, my stuff trumps yours. Or maybe you weren't one that played those kind of games. Maybe you were one who liked to play a little hopscotch and somebody would change the games and you'd play and hide and seek and all the different things but you always wanted to be the one who could find the people and not the one that had to hide because if we got truthful with what I some of the games we played as children highlighted some of the things we were scared of I wasn't a great swimmer still and not a great swimmer. And I used to say I never wanted to get higher in the water to the point I couldn't walk. So you know I didn't swim in very high water then, you know, I'm not that tall. They had to worry about throwing me in and the six foot or ten foot, I didn't pass the super test. And somebody would say, well, why do you say that? I said, because if I ever get tired and I'm just not breathing right, I want to be somewhere where the water's not high enough that I can't put my feet down and walk on across. But the people and the disciples that were in the boat with Jesus in the book of Mark literally could not walk across the water. So the title of the sermon is simply, How Do We Get Across the Water? I brought my boots, and for my students who are going to camp, it's been raining in Palestine. I'm taking my boots with me. I am they're a little fancy, they're kind of jazzy boots. But if you notice, these are short boots. If the water is a little bit above the ankle, these boots won't help you. You can only go a little bit and, and surely if you have these boots on and you're trying to cross the water, you must have a little teeny funny kind of boat. Because these boots won't help you if you're in a boat. A real boat, a boat that's going to need more water than a few inches. These are simply boots that will keep your feet just a little dry. It just rains a little bit, but you know. But if you need more, sometimes you see people, and this past week in Houston, it rained very hard in certain parts of the city and didn't rain anywhere on the other part of the city. But you saw people over and over putting towels at your door like they could keep the rushing water out. Sometimes when it rains really fast, really hard, even if you have your boots on, even if you have an umbrella, the wind and the rain is pushing such in a way that you just get wet. And all you think you can do with a towel at that point is wipe your face. It won't keep you from getting wet. It won't even help you get across the water. But let's just say you're out in the middle And the water's pretty high. Kind of like when it's a hurricane. And it gets kind of stormy. You're not looking for those kind of boots. You're not even looking for a towel. You're looking for something that's going to keep you steady. The disciples were looking for peace. The disciples were looking for the wind to stop howling. The disciples wanted the calm of the sea to return. Who did they have on the ship with them? The one that could calm the seas, the one that could set things apart, the one that could take away all the fears, the one that could give us the peace that surpasses all understanding. So I say to you this morning, the simple message in this is, Regardless of what's going on, faith trumps fear. I had no idea. I never, ever come to the church and look to see if the air conditioning units are at the back of the church. That's, that just doesn't get on my list to check off to see whether they're there. And when we came in this morning and it was warmer than warm, And I thank God for a trustee that goes the next step because I would have never thought to look to see if the air conditioning. I would have said, now check the air conditioning unit. It's a little warm in here. But never would I have thought that the air conditioning unit was gone. You may say, what does that have to do with faithful people? I don't know, did the other church have air conditioning all the time? Did your house have air conditioning all the time? Did you get through the heat of the summer? The answer is yes. But there are times in our lives where God is stretching us. God is saying, will you follow me anyhow? Will you walk across the water? Will you call me to help you speak to the water? Will you stop and see what's going on in life and say to yourself, God is with me, what do I have to be afraid of? Well, you see, if the truth be told, all of us are afraid of something. I don't want to get out in the middle of the water, don't have a life jacket on, and suddenly the water gets rough. I'm not picking on Jackie, but I don't want to be at a boating camp and let the thing tilt over. Right? Because I'd be a terrible sister out there in the middle. I'm glad that she survived and came back. But I'd still be out there with the ducks and the birds and young shepherds trying to say, when is Pastor King ever coming up out the water? I'd be floundering. I know my limitations because I can't and get comfortable and put my hands around that. So for me to be out in the middle of the water is really a trust statement altogether. But I'm a trust and still wear a life jacket. Amen, right? I'm not afraid to say it out there in the middle of the water. I want to trust God, lean and depend on Him, but still have something to stay a little boy in. Because that's how it is in our faith journey. There's going to be some storms from point A to point B. If you're going to go from one man to the other, you can't always run across the water and get to the other side without getting into some tough moments. So I ask these three questions and then we'll press on. What are you afraid of? Do you believe God can remove that fear? And is your faith enough to help you get to the other side? What are you afraid of? Do you believe Jesus can remove the fear? And is your faith enough to help you get to the other side? Well, the disciples realized as they were on the boat that evening talking to one another, literally asking the question as the wind arose, they were wondering, how are we going to get out of this storm? All of us have had some form of physical storm, emotional storm, little storm, school storm, don't like the teacher storm, can't stand my brother and sister this moment, this afternoon, still love them anyhow storm, don't want to be over here, but I'm over here kind of storm. Everybody of whatever age you like, some storm will come. When we're little kids, our families kind of cover up the storm. I looked back and said, did I realize, I mean, was it that much rain what we were falling out? I don't know that it was. Because we had other play options. You had options to play outside. You had options to play up the street. Then you had options to play at your house. And then you had cleanup time at your house. At least I did in my house, and it was a relegated clean-up time. So things that you see as children, you don't see them necessarily the same way when you're the one who's the adult and you're paying the bill. I said, I guess you wondered how we got around to paying a bill when there's a storm. Sometimes the storms in our family life has to do with money. Sometimes the storms in our family life have to do with people. Sometimes the storms in our family life have to do with all different kind of things. It was funny. We were together with some friends this weekend, and they said to my son, Oh, you can go. And said to a other little boy at the room, because David is no longer a little boy, but said to the little boy, you can't go with them. they talking grown folk stuff. David turned around and said, wait a minute, wait a
0: minute.
1: I am now part of grown folk stuff. Let me go out and be with these people over here. He hung out with us and realized that not necessarily change or transition, but it is about understanding what is real in life and what makes you afraid. There are things you won't talk with your children, but you'll talk with your siblings. There are things you won't discuss with your siblings, but you'll discuss with your spouse. There are things you won't discuss with your pastor, but I hope and pray you'll talk with them with God. Because all things, the things that you're afraid of, the things that you're comfortable with, the things that you know God has in your pathway are real things that God can help you answer the question. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of being successful? Are you afraid of getting across the ocean and the challenges in your life? Are you afraid of going from one corner to the next? Are you afraid? Well, I stop by here to tell you that God in the form of Jesus Christ spoke to the water and speaks to us. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. Think about the quietness in our life. If we're comfortable in saying that I won't be afraid anymore. We get even more comfortable listening to God. So the next thing that I'll share with you as we close this up, when you answer those three questions, God will tell you some things you need to do. In the quietness, He will show that He is God. He will speak to you in the quietness nature in your heart and allow you to be a change agent. Allow the righteousness of his spirit to come alive. Allow your frustrations to go away. No, the problem may not disappear right away. The bill still needs to be paid. The child still needs to be helped going through summer school. The room still needs to be cleaned. The boat still needs to get a hole fixed. You say, I don't love a boat. We all have a boat. It's not a physical boat. Some of it is an emotional boat. Because when we're on the sea of turmoil, we're sitting in a boat hoping that Jesus will calm the storm, take away the wind and the rain, rise up the sunshine yet one more time again, and make everything peaceful. Peace be still. Peace be still. Peace be
0: still.
1: At the end of the day, at the beginning of the morning, in the traffic on the freeway, when you're trying to enroll your child in school, you're changing jobs, moving through other things, having to even find yourself so you're not coming and going because you've talked to just that many people to get your house fixed, and you're still... Getting work done in progress. God still speaks to someone. He still eradicates our fear. He still moves us forward. And He still loves us so. Are you willing to acknowledge unto God that you want the fear to be removed? Are you willing to ask God, what? must I do to be saved and have my faith strengthened so I don't have to live in fear? And finally, sometimes it's tough to start all over again. But when the faith is is elevated and the fear is removed and God says, peace be filled you need enough faith to start all over whatever day is supposed to be cool again it'll be cool again in here whatever day is supposed to be cool in your house it'll be cool again whatever day you're supposed to have the peace God is already setting it up so you will have the peace But I encourage you today, take a page out of the book of Mark. Be like the disciples on the side when they finally recognized the one who could give them peace was already with them. They didn't have to go somewhere else. They didn't have to go across the water without the one because the one that they needed was right there with them all the time. About you, But I feel a little cool right about now. I don't know what's blowing on me, but I feel a little cold breeze because God says, I will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. My presence will be done. The cooling moments will come and the soothing hours will be upon you and your fears will be
0: removed.
1: Peace be still, King Jesus. Know that God is God and we are in the rain to receive all that He has for us. Don't be afraid. Faith trumps fear. The doors of the church are open. May God's glory come upon you all day and all night. May the peace that surpasses all understanding be your cry in the midst of the day. And may whatever you need Be removed because the fear is gone and faith trumps fear. The doors of the church are open. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and you don't know for sure that your salvation is intact, it's good to know that God is God, but it's better to know that He knows you and you know Him. So if you're not yet in a faith relationship, this is a good home to walk out your spiritual journey. The song of invitation this morning is 528. Here are
0: my God. Let's say verses 1 and 2. The doors in the church are open.